Dads and ladies, welcome to the Junior Classics. Hi there, I'm Sir Bradley Hassey, a teller of borrowed tales. Join me as I share stories of courage, adventure, and wonder. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Junior Classic. Wake up, you lazy man. A golden fish, golden fish, and my wife, is very angry with me. Tell your goldfish that I want to be a duchess. Make your wife? That is the last thing I should do. Greetings, Junior Scholars. I am Sir Bradley Hassey, guardian of the written word and your guide through the Junior Classics. Our mission is to safeguard the classics and inspire children to a love of good reading and a real and lasting interest in Western literature and history. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. And a very special thank you to my loyal listeners who tune in each and every episode, and especially my Patreon supporters who help keep the show going and growing. If you like what we are doing, creating stories for the good of your kids, consider supporting me on Patreon for five bucks a month or You can also write me a letter at P.O. Box 1153, Crown Point, Indiana, 46308. Write me a letter. Tell me what you like about a story, what you didn't like, any questions you have, and you can send me any artwork that you'd like to create. I would like to give a special shout out to the Redmond family for joining our Patreon supporters. I'm so glad you are enjoying the show and want to be a part of it. Thank you so much much. Now, we continue our series, Slavic Tales, with a story called The Golden Fish. But before we get to the show, Lost and Found Words! Listen carefully to these words and their meanings and try and spot them during the story. Our first word today is reproach with an R, reproach. This means to tell someone you do not approve or you are disappointed in them. Another way of saying it is you are scolding someone. Our second word is hasten with an H. Hasten. This means to be quick, to do something, or to hurry. Our third word is bade. Bade with a B. This means to command or order someone to do something. I think we had that word before, but it's always good to do them again. Our fourth word today is soil. S. Soil. This is not dirt but to actually make something dirty. So if you're to go soil your clothes, that means you went outside and you made them all dirty. And our last word today is plight. Plight with a P. A plight is a dangerous, difficult, or unfortunate situation. And we'll see what kind of plight our main character gets in today. Now, on to the show! The Golden Fish by L. M. Gask. Upon a certain island in the middle of the sea dwelt an old man and his wife. They were so poor that they often went short of bread, for the fish he caught were their only means of livelihood. One day, when the man had been fishing for many hours without success, 
he hooked a small gold fish whose eyes were bright as diamonds. Let me go, kind man, the little creature cried. I should not make a mouthful either for yourself or your wife, and my own mate waits for me down in the waters. The old man was so moved by his pleadings that he took him off the hook and threw him back into the sea. Before he swam off to rejoin his mate, the goldfish promised that in return for his kindness, he would come to the fisherman's help if he ever wanted him. Laughing merrily at this, for he did not believe that a fish could help him except by providing him with food, the old man went home and told his wife. What? You actually let him go when you had caught him? It was just like your stupidity. We have not a scrap of bread in the house, and now, I suppose, we must starve. Her reproaches continued for so long that he scarcely believed what the fish had said. The poor old man thought that at least it would do no harm to put him to the test. He therefore hastened back to the shore and stood at the very edge of the waves. A golden fish, golden fish, come to me, I pray. With your tail in the water and your head lifted up toward me. As the last word was uttered, the goldfish popped up his head. You see, I have kept my promise. What can I do for you, my good friend? There is not a scrap of bread in the house. And my wife oh, is very angry with me for letting you go. Don't trouble about that. You will find bread and to spare when you go home. And the old man hurried away to see if his little friend had spoken truly. Surely enough, he found that the pan was full of fine white loaves. I did not do so badly for you, after all, good wife, he said, as they ate their supper. But his wife was anything but satisfied. The more she had, the more she wanted, and she lay awake planning what they should demand from the goldfish next. Wake up, you lazy man, she cried to her husband early next morning. Go down to the sea and tell your fish that I must have a new washtub. The old man did as his wife bade him, and the moment he called, the goldfish reappeared. He seemed quite willing to grant the new request, and on his return home, the old man found a beautiful new washtub in the small yard at the back of their cabin. Why didn't you ask for a new cabin too? If you had had a grain of sense, you would have done this without being told. Go back at once and say that we must have one. The old man was rather ashamed to trouble his friend again so soon, but the goldfish was as obliging as ever. Very well, a new cabin you shall have. And the old man found one so spick and span that he hardly dared cross the floor for fear of soiling it. It would have pleased him greatly had his wife been contented, but she, good woman, did nothing but grumble still. Tell your goldfish that I want to be a duchess with many servants at my beck and call and a splendid carriage to drive in. Once more, her wish was granted, but now her husband's plight was hard indeed. She would not let him share her palace, 
but ordered him off to the stables, where he was forced to keep company with her grooms. In a few days, however, he grew reconciled to his lot, for here he could live in peace, while he learned that she was leading those around her a terrible life. It was not long before she sent for him again. Summon the goldfish and tell him I wish to be queen of the waters and to rule over all the fish. The poor old man felt sorry for the fish if they had to be under her rule, for prosperity had quite spoiled her. However, he dared not disobey and once more summoned his powerful friend. Make your wife the queen of the waters? That is the last thing I should do. She is unfit to reign, for she cannot rule herself or her desires. I shall make her once more a poor old woman. Adieu, you will see me no more. The old man returned sorrowfully with this unpleasant message to find the palace transformed into a humble cabin and his wife in a skirt of threadbare stuff in place of the rich brocade which she had worn of late. She was sad and humble and much more easy to live with than she had been before. Her husband, therefore, had occasion many times to think gratefully of the goldfish. And sometimes, when drawing up his net, the glint of the sun upon the scales of his captives would give him a moment's hope, which, alas, was as often disappointed that once again he was to see his benefactor. There is a lot we could talk about in this short story. Let me briefly say that the old man did not appear to have done a good job of leading his family and wife. He did what his wife ordered because he feared her anger, and he returned to the fish over and over to ask for foolish things for her. A good man does not make decisions based on fear or allow his wife to rule over him. The golden fish, however, was much more wise. After giving in to the old man's wishes a couple times, eventually the fish had enough when the wife asked to be queen of the waters. She is unfit to reign, he said, for she cannot rule herself or her desires. Now this reminded me of a proverb that says, a person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. If you can't rule yourself, how can you be expected to rule others? Do you think, Junior Scholar, that the woman was indeed unfit to rule? Is the golden fish correct? Write me a letter and let me know what you think. Until next time, I am Sir Bradley Hesse. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. Now for you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. 
The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to juniorclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to the Junior Classics. And now, Slavic folk music from our friends at World and Fantasy Music.